0: It's Fitz and Harry Overtime. I don't know. We really haven't figured out a a name for this, Harry, but we're going to do some exclusive stuff on the podcast. You can only get here uh, so that everybody can get more sense of the wild fun that we have. Do you have a creative name, HD? Like, Uh, overtime, bonus time? Hmm. Nope, I don't, buddy. Okay, perfect. That, that's good work. Uh, one thing we're definitely going to do when we do this, though, is we're going to integrate uh, Evan and Devin, the spectacular crew that we have behind the scenes. Uh, Devin, you are a massive Giants fan. Correct. Uh, for anybody that doesn't know. Now, the Giants won yesterday. So yes, So walk did. me through what your experience was like watching the Giants game. So I was with a couple friends yesterday.
1: Okay. Um, And we decided we were going to go to a little restaurant bar for just to – we didn't, we didn't set out to say, hey, all right, we're going to be here for the whole game. But we like, let's check it out. We get to the bar. We start, we start eating and drinking. And there's no energy being matched by us. So, like, a big play happens for the Giants, and we're screaming loud. And no one, everyone's kind of looking at us like we're crazy. So we immediately said, all right, let's get our check. We're going back to the house. We continue to drink a lot. And we continue to, you know. Cheer on the Giants in, and, and as we all know, they won. That oh, was a
0: good day. Okay, so there's there's some Harry. There's some calculated what were you drinking. Today? First oh, yeah, of all, yeah, that, that's the drinking? main question. Yeah. What were you drinking?
1: Um, Yingling. You ever? You
2: familiar with Yingling, Harry? Oh, you were drinking beer. You were drinking. beer Yeah, we're drinking beer. Yeah. Okay. You're oh no, free ad.
1: Yeah, sorry, Yingling. Uh, Drink uh,
0: okay. Drinking fancy beer.
1: Uh, no,
2: so no hard liquor at any point. Uh. <laughs> Okay, so are we going to be okay, honest? Remember. See, that's the thing. We're start, you're starting off wrong or already, or <laughs> Devin. You're not even being honest with us. You're starting off the wrong way. No, it's not about not being honest. I just, I
1: just
0: had can't, one, I can't remember. Know. It might, have been, heart it heart might have been a shot oh, or two. Wait, know. wait, wait. So you had yingling and you don't remember if you had hard liquor? I'm not buying what you're selling at all. Like that. that, that. No, he just told
2: on himself. Yeah, fits. Yeah. He can't remember because he had hard liquor. So, Devin, how are we going to start this off? Are we going to start it off the right way or are we just going to half-ass it? What are we going to do here?
1: Listen, I had I had drinks. What what where are we going with this? What are we uh, going we're with? i was just this? curious. we just I just want to know what were
2: you drinking? What were you partaking? Yeah, we, yeah, had we had beer.
1: We had beer for sure. Beer as as I remember. Beer for okay. sure. Okay.
2: Okay. Uh, so what kind of hard liquor as well did you have, Devin?
1: Uh, listen, it, it wasn't brown liquor. It was it was clearly <laughs> it might have been a vodka. He doesn't want to some tell
2: somewhere. us. He doesn't want to tell. <laughs> might have been a
0: vodka. And some like you know you're just going after it if you're like I don't know. It was vodka could have been tequila. It was clear. Oh it was clear. My it was clear. I like this. Uh, he doesn't want to tell us, Devin. I, I, so many Did questions. Did the Giants
3: here. even win the game? Devin was watching. <laughs> <laughs> Dev,
0: were you still like when you woke up this morning? You're on a scale of one to five. When you woke up, obviously very sober. When you came to work, yeah. we're lucky that you know you know you wake up early. When you woke up this morning on a scale of one to five, just still drunk. Where were you? Uh, three and a half, probably. Okay. That's good. Yeah. I mean, that, that feels like about the right range. I don't believe
2: him. No, I don't. Devin, when you woke up this morning, what what level were you at? Okay? We got to be transparent with one another. We have be to honest. be honest with one another. Got to be honest. I was out of five. Okay.
3: Okay. There we go. See? I'm going to get the best out of you, Devin, at all times. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get the best out of you. I actually think Devin's exaggerating how drunk he was because when he came in this morning, he was still mad about the Dexter Lawrence roughing the passer. And if you're that drunk, I don't know that you remember wait, that. Wait, wait, can, Can we, we talk in the about detail that? In the game?
0: <laughs> I, I'm going to be fully transparent here, and believe me, I have talked to the bosses about this. Uh, when the Raiders won against the Chargers to go to the playoffs, the next morning I had to do a hit on Sports Nation from the field. I should not have done that hit on Sports Nation, <laughs> and like I think I was st- I was hung over for like a solid two and a half days. So I feel where where Deb's coming from, and although he's still mad about the roughing we, the passer. No, I
1: want to talk about this because what I te- I texted
0: the group chat
1: when when. In that play happened, and instead of like sympathy, I hear from Fitz. Oh, this happened in the Raiders game, too. Get over it. No, I told to you. Those. Is, See, I, no, why did he use you
2: that voice? Me. Devin, use that voice again uh, for uh, me. What?
0: Fitz, I don't like the, the Raiders. <laughs> oh. Wow, De- Harry, have we not have we not talked before about the fact that sometimes you're gonna get past interference, sometimes you're not. Have you heard past interference? Roughing the passer. Have we not talked yes, about this before? In that moment, you have to like
1: you have to understand what I'm going
0: through. In that moment, you were being a whiny
1: little you know what. I don't what. care about like if it ever happened before. Like no, you should be like yes, that it was a happens, horrible. call. It happens
0: every. Week.
2: It wasn't forget, a horrible call. It was Forget all of that. Call. Forget all of that. It was Devin. a horrible call. No, 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 Devin, why did, law, why did you use that voice for Fitz? Why did you use that voice for Fitz?
1: Because that's how he talks when he goes, like, it's
2: Raiders. (laughs) So no lie, Devin, when the call was made, right, and you wrote in the group chat, I was like, my man Devin is about to throw those drinks back if this causes the Giants to lose this ball game. I felt so sorry for you, bro. Like, I, I'm so glad the Giants came on top and won that game because I, I didn't want you to have to go through those hardships. Funny, really you weren't
0: catching it. my back. You weren't saying any of this in the thread last night. You're just letting Devin go at me now. Like, Harry's saying nothing in the group thread last night, not being like, I feel you, bro. Was there any love and support from Harry on the, on the because call? Because I'm not
2: a Raiders fan, bro. Like, so why would I say I feel you?
0: No, I meant like Devin. Devin <laughs> complaining about it with the Giants. You weren't like, uh, you know what, Dev, you're right. That was a terrible call in my heart for you. Nobody, ain't nobody doing that. Like you reach out for your mom for that Devin. Like when you want support, you reach out to your mom. Hey, Fairball. Don't, oh, don't, don't wow. you talk about my mother. Wow. Don't he you talk about there. my mother. He took it there.
2: That's the line we will there. not cross. Oh my gosh. Oh. Fitz don't say it to me. I'm black.
0: Hey, oh that oh,
2: <laughs> Don't say it to me. Somebody
0: could have warned us out. Oh, no. uh, all right, Harry. Like as the former athlete here, because let's face it, Devin says he played basketball, but none of us have actually seen any footage to know that. So I'm going to call you the former athlete on this show. Uh, do you even have like a great story of watching your? Because everybody on radio has heard my story of the Raiders and the thousand dollar bar tab when they went to the playoffs. Like that, that uh, it was one of the greatest nights of my life. I I don't regret a single second of it. I will always remember that. Do you have a greatest fan watching moment, HD?
2: I don't. I don't think I do, bro. Like, uh, I mean, That's fair. I watched a ton of things and went to a lot of games as a kid, um, but I, I will say yesterday at my house, because my grandmother's at my house a lot. Of, a lot of the times because she's helping with my kids or whatnot, helping my wife. And my grandmother has been a Buffalo Bills fan since the like early nineties. So she didn't want to go um, back to my uncle's house. She was like, "Well, I want to watch the game first at your house, and then I'll go back." I was like, "Okay, fine." So as the game was going on, you know, it's a close game. You know, Josh Allen turned the football over. The Miami Dolphins, they're, they're, they're back in this game. They're leading 24 to 20. My grandmother is so nervous to the point to where I'm walking into the, the, uh, the, the kitchen where there's a couch and TV as well, right? And I said, Grandma, because I was going to ask her a question. She jumped up and was like, not now, not now, not now. And I'm like, like what do you mean not now? I'm watching the Bills. I'm watching the Bills. Grandma was glued to that TV, but she was so nervous. She was probably sweating bullets. She was so nervous that the Bills were going to lose yesterday. But it also showed me that, you know, Grandma still loves football. I, I
0: you know? we need we need Harry Douglas's grandma to call into the show just to talk to us about the Bills.
2: Uh, Bro, I, my grandma still drink Hennessy. That see play with it, play with grandma. That's if you what to- we were drinking.
0: Oh, now he comes up with Hennessy. Hennessy now I remember. <laughs> uh, the, the other, uh, uh, the fatal fault. And by the way, AC, I don't fault you at all. Like somebody asked me last year if I'd ever tailgated a country concert, and I was like, no, I was always working. I never tailgated. I tailgated Jason Aldean. I still don't remember how. I know that the night ended up. You was, make it. I was, easy. I was I was hanging. Out with, with the Aldine boys backstage. I don't. I can't tell you anything. I'm sorry, Jason. If I was an ass, you
2: make um, it listen to, easy. Yeah. Showing all of his range.
0: Oh, uh, careful, we, we we can't clear this. Yeah. You can't sing that long. Uh, okay. Though. Yeah. No. That, it was just a random that's why, song. That's why. i did It's it our short. Song. Uh, Devin went to a random bar. Evan, I will ask you this question about that because Evan's a huge Jets fan. When I am going to go to an important game. I have either pre-scouted or been to that bar before. I know the vibe. I know the energy. I know where I'm walking into. I know how long it takes. Like, what I don't want to do is get there, find out they don't have it on the right TV, and then have to be driving during the game, which is then going to piss me off for the rest of the day. Evan, did Devin make a calculated mistake by not knowing the room before he went into it?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So, like, when I lived in D.C., D.C. is great because there's, like, it's such a— uh, transient city, like there's people from everywhere. Nobody's actually from D.C. except for like five people well, that I met while I was there. transient and then
0: defined transient yeah. for all of us. Thank
3: you. Uh, go thanks. ahead. So the, the, so the great part about that is there's bars for every city, bars for every team. So like when I was living there, there was a Jets, Rangers, Knicks, like there was a New York bar. I would go there for every big Jets game and every big Ranger playoff game because I knew the vibe. As I've gotten older, actually, I don't drink during my favorite team's games because I just want to remember and soak in every moment of my team's big games. I root for teams that stink, so, like, I want to relish in an actual big game. Like, the next time the Jets go to the playoffs, I'll be in my 50s. The last time the Jets made the playoffs, I was in my 20s. So, like, my life is so different that I actually won't drink during big games. So, I actually would rather now that I'm in Connecticut, where there are no bars that I know of that are any good, uh, sit on my couch.
0: There's a ton of good bars up here.
3: I'd rather just sit on my couch and uh, and watch the game by myself. Evan,
2: what's your go to? What's your go to drink? Like you're you're upset, like you're hella mad, and you Truly. just need a drink to relax you. What, what's your go to drink?
3: Yeah, it, it actually like depends on what like what I'm doing. So like if I'm eating dinner, my go to drink is red wine. If I'm just sitting mm-hmm. on the couch watching a game, it? it's it's Milk. usually it's usually beer or whiskey.
2: That's not the scenario I gave you. I said you're upset, your team, the Jets, have lost. Over and over again. Probably, they just missed out on the playoffs. Whiskey. They, probably, they lost to the yeah. Dolphins. What was your go to drink against the Dolphins game they just lost?
3: Uh whiskey.
0: Okay. There was one game this year where the like Raiders it. blew the lead at the end of the game, and I just walked to my freezer. I opened my freezer. There's a bottle of uh what was this? a Scatterbrain, which is like a competitor to screwball, right? And they make a cherry vanilla whiskey that tastes just like <laughs> Dr. Pepper. What's the name again? Uh Scatterbrain. Uh, and so it's it's cherry Explains vanilla this show what it it tastes I think we just figured out like the name Dr. of the Pepper. pod I uh, scatterbrain there we go I opened that bottle and I just put that sweet sweet good good to my lips and I just went until <laughs> I couldn't go any longer and I still didn't feel any better so was I mean, I so a little better
2: you put that what say it one yeah, more time for me i said
0: them that sweet sweet I put that sweet, like the good stuff, you know. Yeah. I put that sweet, sweet to my lips. Come on, okay,
2: AC. okay, Mister Scatterbrains.
0: All right, Scatterbrain <laughs> might be the name of this podcast. Uh, look, we're going to do this every uh, every day. We're going to have a lot of fun with you guys and give you uh, more be- scenes. Stop, what? stop.
2: No one's going to ask me what I like to drink. Some group I oh, have. Oh, man, that's fair. Goodness. that's fair. I didn't fair. What ask do you, you like to drink? Uh, what do you like to drink? Well, well thanks. Uh, glad you guys could think of me. Okay. I well, uh, like that. It's got to be
0: milk. You, you, t- you started by talking about your grandma drinking Hennessy. <laughs> he said, so guys I, like that got to be milk. <laughs> no, he said bodies like that. I said he, yeah, yeah, he no. needs some milk. What's HD drinking? Like, what are you drinking to celebrate?
2: I me, mean, I'm a tequila man. I'm a tequila man. Uh, more so a reposado. Uh, on the rocks. I, I'm not a mixer type dude. I don't chase. I don't. I don't do all that. Right. That's stunning rocks, to me. Man.
0: If anybody's ever seen Harry Douglas out, let me tell you this: you can just send Harry a Sprite because my guy hasn't had a water in like 17 years, but he drinks Sprite he every day. To, like, so you don't drink tequila
2: Sprite? Um, mixed together. Yeah, I used to, but not anymore. I just like it on the rocks.
0: He's too I, fancy now. He is fancy.
2: Just like it on the rocks, baby.
0: You, got, do you is there like a bar at the Douglas Estate? I've, had,
2: I've Oh yeah, I'm sitting right beside my bar. My yeah. bar is right to the like, left, like, and I have all kind of stuff over there. Like ha- so, whenever you guys come to Atlanta, you come down to the bar. We got some Opus One wine. We got some Duckhorn Malo. We got Bowl. some. Asa no Spade. Oh we got God. some 1942. We I saw some, you. I um, saw you post that
0: 1942 out there, and thought, man, he wasn't inviting us all over for a sip of that when we were at the Peach Bowl.
2: No, everyone to tell you, like when they come over my house. It, Everything I have on here in my on, in my bars is is for my guests. Because because honestly I don't I don't drink like that, guys. I drink like every now. I don't I don't drink like that.
0: Does the uh does the gated community have like a butler that sits at the front of the gated community of the Douglas Estate?
2: Yep, it's called Smith and Weston. <laughs>
0: Oh, okay. Uh, Harry, Harry's gonna send me a bottle of 1942, which I really appreciate you offering to do that uh, on yeah. the show. Conversely, I'm gonna lies, go ahead lies, and send lies. you. I'm gonna send you a <laughs> bottle of Scatterbrain, which is roughly twenty five dollars at your local uh, establishment. <laughs> Seems like a fair trade. Uh, in the meantime, Evan, Tevin, Harry Fitz, uh, you should check us out. If this is the first time you're hearing us, we're gonna be here to have fun with you after the show. Uh, in the meantime, we also do want to give you a little flavor of some of what you might have missed today on Fitz and Harry on ESPN. Radio. Remember, you can check us out every day, noon to 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, SiriusXM XM Channel 80. And, of course, you can watch us in the ESPN app because we're super pretty. Would you have any hesitation signing Lamar to a long-term deal, Coach? I would, I would worry, you know, because you, you're talking about a guy
1: who uses his athleticism and his legs are so much a part of it. He has been nicked up a little bit. I think you built this franchise around him uh, in terms of where they are now. You've built the team that way. You've got an offensive line and running back, uh, strong receivers that really fit this system. I wouldn't want to start over again, so I I, I want to get things done. But I think that has to come across your mind uh, when you're you're talking about that long-term commitment.
0: That was Tony Dungy. Hall of Fame coach, NBC sports analyst. Just minutes ago, I'm Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance, Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. And it's an important question because as things continue to get more contentious or at least seemingly more contentious, Lamar didn't fly with the team. We've talked about that a lot on this show. I don't think either of us think that's necessarily a big deal. But then Lamar posts on Instagram and a, a, a post about feeling appreciated and making sure that you know when you love people, they love you back. It raises a question of if this is over, would you have any hesitation, Harry? You know the Falcons better than anybody. Should the Falcons have hesitation if he hits the open market to signing Lamar Jackson to historic money?
2: I'm gonna go yes and no, and I know that's kind of cliche to say. Oh, he's wouldn't do that both on sides. first take, coward. Um, but I will say this: <laughs> when I say when I say no, I say no from the from the sense of well, I look at this team and. You know, just recently they had a lot of money invested into Matt Ryan and Julio Jones and Dante Fowler and all those guys in the new regime, Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith. They kind of had to, you know, shift some things around and get this organization to where it is now, to where they have a ton of cap space and free agency and they can bring in big-name guys. They have, you know, young players developing and playing at a very high level within their first or second year. Uh, But at the end of the day, and they also have Desmond Ritter, who I think, you know, they believe in and could be the guy. Now, it's a different story, a different ball game, And I and I say, yeah, because of – also, because of, you, you look at a town like Lamar Jackson, and I think paired up with Tyler Igier and Cordell Patterson in that run game, when you have your quarterback that can be dynamic and add to the run game as well, I, th- I thought it was one of the reasons why the Falcons were top five in rushing this season is because you had a mobile quarterback, and you didn't sit back there and you had a guy that was basically a statue in Matt Ryan. Nothing against Matt Ryan, I'm just saying, like, when he was the quarterback here, he, the scrambling, the the run plays that that wasn't available to you as an offensive play caller. They bring in Marcus Mariota. You have Desmond Ritter, two guys who are you know a little bit similar in uh, as in being a dual threat quarterback in the National Football League, and the run game instantly just took off. So when you look at Lamar Jackson, and in that sense, I think he he he's a better passer as well as Marcus Mariota. Um, Desmond Ritter is yet to be, to be determined because I don't think he has enough games under his belt, and, but he did show me a lot in the last few weeks of the season, threatening the needle versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, getting balls in there, and you've seen the relationship between him and Drake London really take off, and Drake London have a lot of success, more so when Desmond Ritter was the quarterback. So I'm on the side of both yes and no and I just explain why yes and just explain why no. It's all a matter of uh-huh. what the Falcons decide they want to do.
0: Well, I use the Falcons as a general example here, but I think there are a lot of teams right now that need a quarterback. And the question's going to start to become uh, when you need a quarterback, who's the best quarterback available for you? You have a 25, 26 now, sorry, 26-year-old quarterback that's a former MVP that's had some injury issues, but you've got to weigh the injury issues with the incredible level of play that you've seen so often on the field. You've got a quarterback that's 26 years old that's had some injury issues, that's had a couple of rough playoff games. So now, all of a sudden, how does that factor into your conversation? The last part of it is you've got a 26-year-old former MVP quarterback that's got some injury issues that, in some perception, is best when certain types of offenses are built. Can you build that offense around them quickly enough to be successful right away. For all of that, though, there's far less question to be asked about Lamar Jackson, no matter what those questions are, than there is to be asked about, let's say, Will Levis out of Kentucky. Like, if your team's sitting here trying to draft a quarterback, I would challenge that I would rather take a proven entity, a quarterback, any day of the week when you're talking about somebody that's played at the level of Lamar, than any of these quarterbacks that might be selected in the top five. I think three quarterbacks go in the top five of this year's draft, but I would rather have Lamar than any of them because at least I know who Lamar is.
2: Now, I agree with you 100% on that. Now, the only thing I will bite back on is that you know some of these organizations might not want to give up three first round picks and other things as well, and then turn it sure. right around and pay Lamar Jackson two hundred and thirty million dollars on top of it right now it all depends on what what organization are we talking about what's the mindset of the owner what's the mindset you know of the head coach and also the general manager and what what are they willing to give up in order to get Lamar jackson and also you got to look at. You know, the way their team is built personnel wise, because when I look at the Atlanta Falcons and I'll say they are actually a team, they're actually one of the teams that if you plug Lamar Jackson into the system, it actually works. Uh, that's another reason why they decided to bring Hayden Hurst over from Baltimore, because they thought Hayden Hurst was going to be a guy that, you know, that was good blocking on the inline as a tight end and adding another tight end to Kyle Pitts as well. That's why they brought him into Atlanta. I know Hayden Hurst is in Cincinnati now, but right before Cincinnati, he was here in Atlanta. So he would definitely fit into the mindset and the offense that Arthur Smith and Dave Ragone, their offensive coordinator, run.
0: I think you invest in Lamar if you feel like you're ready to win right now. That It's that simple because yep. you're going to have to give up so much That's of the future. Point. You better be able to get return out of it today. And you better know that your roster and cap situation can handle three years of not being able to restock the cover. Now, we saw the Rams be a great team, great example of going all in just to win a Super Bowl right now. But there are plenty of teams, I think, that are looking at it saying, man, everything else looks so good. I just need a quarterback and I can continue to draft and find that one or I can get a former MVP. It's an interesting part of the Lamar conversation, but it's also interesting to hear even Tony Dungy uh, say, yes, you can be uncomfortable with the injuries, but you can also, if you're Baltimore, be uncomfortable with the concept of starting over. That's the wild part about all of this. There are no right or wrong answers, and certainly no easy answers.